Okay, so starting, Bezus Hashem, Daf Yutes, the Mishnah of Yudchesim and Beis, three lines from the bottom. Ein kaisrin shtari chayv b'mayed, one may not write a shtar chayv b'mayed. Vim enay ma'aminay, however, if the person you are engaged with, you don't trust him, you need the shtar. Personally, I say never do a business deal with somebody where you're ever going to rely on the contract, but okay. Yeah. Guess, guess they didn't have a choice. So, uh, or if the cipher, right, we've discussed, we brought this case down before, not either party doesn't have what to eat, for sure that would be okay, but even if the, the, the star writer doesn't have what to eat, so you're allowed to conduct a deal that would require a star, so that you could, even though you don't need the deal on Yontif to eat, you don't need it for Tzarek Yontif at all, but since the, the, the star writer needs, the contract writer would need a, uh, he would need it for, for him it would be a Tzarek he would need to buy food for Yontif, so then you're allowed to go ahead, you're allowed to go ahead and hire him to write the star on Yontif, so, um, so what we're basically saying here is, let's say, that would be a Dabar Ha'avad, so you're not, one's not allowed to write on Cholmaid, unless it's a Dabar Ha'avad, there are some of Farshim that learn that Chidushe uh, Torah, things like that, you're allowed to write down because it's nechshav davar of it as well. You might you might not have it after mites if you hear something. And they also bring down that people used to in the old days um, where they didn't have printers. So if somebody would come across a safer, so what would they do? They like the safer, so they would copy it. Okay, they'd have to hand hand copy it. So he said that if you have access to a certain safer and you like it, then you could copy it on yontif. Um, okay, in kaisun svarim tefillin umezuzos b'mayid. One may not write svarim tefillin or mezuzos b'mayid. You can't edit, okay, or fix a word in a Sefer Torah, Now, Rashi actually brings two pshatim here. Ezra, meaning the Sefer Torah of Ezra, meaning such an important Sefer Torah, even one that was a Sefer Torah of Ezra, you can't. Or he changes it to Azara, changes it to a hey, second shot of Rashi, that what we're saying is, that, again, in those days, everything had to be copied. So when they weren't sure, the Sefer was, was writing a Sefer Torah, so he'd have to, they'd have to have, like, one template Sefer Torah. So that was called Sefer Torah Sheba Azara. It was kept in the Azara, back in the days of Mikdash. And that was, like, the template. So every time there was a question of Chaseris, Yisiris, we needed to know exactly how to write it, so we go to that one. So even if, even if you might think that because it's such, a, it's such an important Sefer Torah that you can go ahead and be Magiyahit on Cholmite, you're still not allowed to be Magiyahit. Okay, you can't edit that Sefer Torah, okay? How, how could you edit it? It's the one that they use. No, I mean, like, fix it up. I don't mean edit it as a change of word. I mean, like, fix it up. You know, you see so words start to fray or something, something like that. So, um, now, now the, uh, the, the Shulchan Aruch brings this din down, okay? Because we're not really going to address this in the, we'll, we'll address the, um, we'll address the Svarim, Tefillin, and Mezuzos aspect of it. But as far as um, writing a Sefer Torah, we're not really going to address in the Gemara. So just to speak out one, one thing here quickly, that they bring down based on the halacha brought here, that that's because you don't need, we're assuming that you have other Sefer Torah. If, you, if this was your only Sefer Torah, then it becomes a Tzarek HaMayed, then you would be able to go ahead and write. Okay, Rabbi Yehuda Aymer, Rabbi Yehuda argues, he says, Kaisev Adam Tfilin and Mezuzus La'atzmai. He says, you are able, if you need for yourself to mekayim the mitzvah, Okay, you can go ahead and write tefillin umezuzos v'tava al yerechay tcheles l'tzitzisay, and you can spin. Let's say you need tcheles, so you can spin it al yerechay. Okay, Rashi says 
You can't do a kederach chol, which we're going to modify slightly. So now, let's go through the sugya, and then we'll speak out some stuff on the sugya. There's a lot in this little sugya over here. A person may write tefillin and mezuzahs for himself. Again, if he needs yarn, okay, for tchela, so he can tavah yurecha, he could do it. Sounds like it's with a shinai. Well, we're going to modify that. <coughs> you can spin it al yurechai. Now, if you want to do these for others, so then lacherim b'toiva divra meyer. So what we're saying is you're allowed to do malacha for others as long as you don't accept payment. Like this sort of malacha, what, what you are allowed to do for yourself, you are able to do for others. You're just not allowed to accept payment for it. Whichever way you can do it for yourself. If somebody else needs to be kind the mitzvah, you could do it for them. Okay, um, but you may not accept payment. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, that you can accept payment. You know how? Our good old friend Harama. Because you write it for yourself, and then you sell yours, that you can do, and then you write a new one because you need a new one again. That is Shittas That no, you can write Tfilin, you can write Tfilin. Kedei parnasasai. Now Rashi learns what is kedei parnasasai. V'loi behar vacha, v'loi mayri v'she'ein loi mayoichal. Right, we're not talking about that he doesn't have food, because he doesn't have food, of course you can write. We can, you can hire an, a star writer to write a star for you if he doesn't have food. So of course, if you don't have food and you need food, then you can sell it. So Rashi says that we're talking about kedei parnasasai is behar vacha. Right, meaning that it's, we call it begeder parnasa, but it's not you know the minimum that you need to eat, right? If this is your business and this is your parnasa, so then you can go ahead and write, even though you have what to eat on yantiv. Okay, Tesis argues. He says parnasa. Tesis says is v'yesh mefarshim b'dei parnasa nami lo mash b'dei lo mayoichal. He says no. Lo yuretzalas says kena masdis and pirish b'tesis arav de pligi akulu. So Tesis argues on this, and we'll see the halacha will come in a second. Rav the Rav Chananel, the Amri Le Rav Bar Chananel, the Rav Chananel halacha koysev imoicher kedarkei kedei parnasasai. Okay, you can write like Reb Yishita. Right, Mayor said you could only write if you need to use the tefillin put on the tefillin. Reb Yehuda said you could be marim. Yishita said you could write them normally kedei parnasasai. Okay, however, where it really ends up turning all the way back over here is kedei parnasasai, according to the way Taisus learns, means to, to eat. So it's really, you're not getting a whole lot of heter over here. And in fact, the Shulchan Aruch grapples with this, it brings the Ramah, the Bir Halacha over here, and they basically come out saying like this, that if you need it to put on tefillin for yourself, okay, which we'll get to, we're going to talk about putting on tefillin, right? Because it sounds like he, from here that you can put on tefillin on Cholomite, right? So what's the, whole big, what's the whole big question? What's the big question, right? Why are we struggling? Why are we coming to Shul and some people put on tefillin, some not? Well, let's, uh, let's, just, let's set that aside for just one moment. We'll come back to it in a second. Um, it sounds like, uh, it, it sounds like over here that you could, for, for somebody who would be putting on tefillin, you would be able to, you would be able to write. And again, the way, it, when you weave it all the way through the Shulchan Aruch and the Ber Halacha, and you talk about the Ramah, right? Turns out that Lamaisa, you um, can write, you can write tefillin uh, for somebody who needs to eat. But it sounds like we're going to go like with Tesis, that Kedei Harvacha is going to be Aser, unless the person the Ramah says that you can go ahead for profit, you can write it, but that's for somebody who needs to put on tefillin. But it doesn't, then it's really lavdafka because you could write it for yourself or for someone else who needs to put on tefillin anyways. So we're basically, the way we translate, the way we work it, the way we weave it through, if it's the and we weave it through when we go through the place game and all that is, Lamaisa, if you need to put on tefillin based on that, 
then you could write it for yourself. If others need to put on tefillin, even though we said there is a sheet that says you could you can do it, but we don't pasca like that. We say that you could accept money for it. What kind of money can you accept for someone else? Again, if you need to eat, then you could write it even if somebody doesn't need to put on tefillin on yontif. They're not going to use it till after yontif. Since you need, you need to eat, so then we're going to allow it just like any other bacha will allow. But if somebody needs to put on tefillin, so you want to sell it for yourself, you could write it on your own. If you want to sell it to somebody who needs to put on tefillin, then you are allowed to sell it to get money. But harvacha, okay, again, meaning what we're saying is not for you to eat, but, not, but um, to get money, then you, if, if, the, if the person you're selling it to needs to put on tefillin, then you are allowed to sell it for profitability, okay, if it's your parnasa. And that's the, basically the way we come out. So now, let's talk about um, putting on tefillin. So it sounds like from this suya, that there is an Indian to put on, right? It's a, the, the, the Mishnah says, Rabbi Yehuda, Amer, it sounds like if you need, to, you need to wear it, you need to put it on. So, Toysus tries to bring this, bring this in over here, and basically what he comes out saying is, there's, if you remember way back when, I might see Tefillin, back in Erevin, okay, we discussed this, and the whole, there's a Mishnah there, and the whole sugya there is going according to Shittas Rameh and Rabbi Yehuda. Rameh and Rabbi Yehuda are the Tanayim who hold that, you wear tefillin Shabbos, so therefore, for sure, you would wear tefillin Cholomite, and we have no raya as far as what we do, do we wear tefillin or not, okay? Um, that is, Taisus, so we have no raya, this is what we're basically saying is that this goes according to the Shittas Rameh, or of Yehuda, who hold that you do wear tefillin on Shabbos, so too you would wear tefillin on Cholomite. We don't paskin, like, we, go, we, we don't paskin like Rameh, or of Yehuda, so the question is, what do we do? That is, again, of course, in Machlikis, um, that's Machlikus Rambam holds you don't wear tefillin the Torah holds you do and again how you hold when you weave this all through how you hold when you're allowed to write tefillin would depend on if you hold tefillin zechiv or not Latzmai like we said um, Tesis over here though discusses at the end which really brings Maid Cotton kind of together he says Avokash if you look at the end of this Tesis Rebiesi Oimer Okay, so again, he says it's not a raya, not a raya, because this is Shittas Rameh, Rabbi Yehuda. Good. Now, Avokasha, Lamai de Precious Le'il, the Malacha de Chol Hamayid Midrabanan. Tesis is Shita, right? We know other big machlaikis is, is Malacha on Chol Hamayid a Din Daraisa Drabanan. Is it, is it, even though we bring a Pasuk from Pesach, Yem Arisham, Yem Ashvi, is it just an Asmachta or is it a Din Daraisa? Tesis holds that it's just an Asmachta, meaning that Malacha is only Drabanan. So Tesis is asking himself, well, if doing malacha on chol hamayid is only din derabbanan, how could I go ahead and say not to wear tefillin on chol hamayid? Right? How would that make any sense? And he says, So he says, Since we have, what's the reason why you don't wear tefillin, Taisus says, on chol hamayid, he holds you don't wear tefillin, is because you have an ice. What's the ice? It's nothing to do with malacha. We're going to say nothing to do with whether the din of malacha is is it the rice or not. It has to do with ice. And because you eat in the sukkah on sukkahs, chol hamayid, and because you eat matzah on Pesach, chol hamayid, so therefore you have an ice. Since you have an ice, therefore you don't need, there, there's no chiv to wear tefillin. You don't need to wear tefillin. And, since, uh, and therefore it's usher to wear tefillin. So there are some that learn from here that this is a makar to the Shittas Hagra that says that even though we know that eating matzah is only a chiv on the first day, chiv, but we see that there's a mitzvah all seven days. Why? The fact that we're using it as ice, just like sukkahs, we're using sukkahs and ice as a reason not to wear tefillin according to those Shittas. So too, right, we're saying that sitting in the sukkah is a mitzvah all Zion. So too, um, there is a mitzvah to eat matzah 
um, all seven days. Okay, now I said, as, as, as we come across the Machlekes, the Machlekes, this is Tesis, Tesis holds you don't wear tefillin. Um, the Rambam holds you don't wear tefillin. The Torah holds you do. And uh, it's Machlekes in the, in the place in, in Minog, the way we have it today. Basically, it says you don't, right? Sfardim, none of the Sfardim wear tefillin. Okay, Ashkenazim are split. Okay, it depends. Depends on who you go like. <coughs> okay. So now the next instance of that was taking care of tefillin and writing tefillin and all that. Okay. So now we're talking about, it sounds like when if somebody has to go ahead and thread tefillin uh, for their tzitzis, so they do it which sounds like we said in the mission, it sounds like some sort of shinoi. You can't do it with an evan, which is some sort of way when they used to knit, they used to use an evan as like a counterweight. Okay, to balance it so they can, it's, it's a way to efficiently knit. You could even use an evan. That's again, another way professional weavers used to use was a pelach, some sort of spindle, long needle or something like that. Okay, the point is, these are regular whole ways of doing it. So we have when we said you're allowed to um, weave the tchelis for your tzitzis, can you use an evan or a pelach? Or a spindle. Whether you can do, you can go ahead and spin the yarn for your Halacha, What's the halacha? Okay, so it sounds like you could do it the normal way. So what is, right? So what, what was the Mishnah saying? Then what's the Mishnah? So what does it mean on Yerechei then? Right, we had a machlekes. Can you use an evan? Can you use a pelach? So then what is this al Yerecha, I think? So the way it's, it, it's, it's brought down, if you look at the Shulchan Aruch and through the, and, and through, and through the Mishaburah over here, they basically say that when you're doing a malacha like this, so what we're basically saying is no shinoi required. However, you can't use a kli, like what they call a galgal, right? You can't use a loom that would be avshamilsa. So you don't, if you could do it the regular way, that's not a problem. If you need them for yantiv, you could do it the regular way. It doesn't require shinoi. But what you can't do is something that, that would result in avshamilsa. If the normal way would be on some sort of loom or something like that, where it would make a lot of noise, so then you can't, you, it would be usher to do it. And that's what the mission is coming to tell you. So that's number one, halacha, right? We said, you could do it the normal way, just not avshamilsa. Again, the halacha is that you may write Tvil in the normal way, like we said before, the two dots, you can sell Kadei Parnasasai. Again, right? Rashi says Parnasasai is Harvacha, Taisa says Parnasasai is what you need to eat. So it depends on how you go there as far as, and like I said, it intertwines with what, what you hold in your Shita is in regards to wearing Tvil. Okay, now we're going to move on to Avelos over here. So it's important to understand that when we talk about Avelos, there are different levels. So we know the Shiva, we know the Shleshim. That we've touched on before. We're going to get into that today. Okay, but even within Shiva, there's different levels. For example, the first three days have, are more Hummer than the last four. In regards, and we're going to go, as we go through it, really, really the next of the, par, the really the, the rest of the Mesefta is going to be talking about Hilchas Avo. Okay, that's pretty much what we're going to be discussing the entire time. And... Um, there will be some slight crossover to Cholmite, but it's really going to be, you know, the focal point is going to be other. So, like I said, it's important to understand that there's, even within Shiva, the first three days have some sort of uh, Chumrah. For instance, I'll give you an example that you're an Avel for the first three days. If somebody gives him Shalom Aleichem, 
he's supposed to say, I'm sorry, sir, you're not supposed to be saying Shalom Aleichem to me. Okay, so there's a certain Chumrah after the third day, he can then, he can then respond. Okay, so we see that there's a difference in the third day. Um, right now, the, um, so right now, so that, that, that's one, one thing to keep in mind. The other thing to keep in mind is, and we know this, that every Shiva will have a Shabbos. And we've touched on this before, that Shabbos is not going to be Mavatal your Shiva. Okay? Uh-huh. However, if you run into a Regal, it will be Mavatal. Okay, so now let's discuss. Zuck the Mishnah. If you bury your mace, Three days before the regel, but mena gzeres shiva. So as long as you bury three, right? When does shiva start? Shiva starts once you bury. We'll have to see exactly technically when yatsmi pesach habayis or nista But as soon as you bury the mace, okay, then shiva starts. So the tana of this mishnah, which is by the way not how we pass, not how we go like, and it's going to be a few blot until we get to another shita who says, by the way, this whole three day thing is is not really true. But for right now, what we're saying is Shiva started is defined as first three days. That's what this Tana holds. There will be a Tana later that says, no, even 30 seconds. Shiva started. If Shiva started, Yontif will stop it. So now, if you bury your mace three days before the regal, but like Menachzer Shiva. So that will obviate, that will, that will wipe away the Shiva. Shmaina, if it's eight days, but like Menachzer Shleshim. That will take care of Shleshim. So if you finish the shiva, started the shleishim, the regel will cancel, will cancel whatever is current you're currently in. So if you're in shiva, as long as you got through the first three days, says the Tana of Mishnah, then you hit the regel. Regel cancels shiva. Does it also cancel the thirty? Once it, once it, 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 it cancels seven of the thirty because when we say seven and thirty, it's not seven plus thirty. Shiva is the first seven days of shleishim. Okay. So, and I'll, I'll talk about this in a second, exactly how this works, but let's get through the Mishnah because we're going to have some shittas over here. Mibnei Sha'amru, Shabbos Oila, Shabbos counts, however, ve'ena masekes. So, you don't keep Avelos on Shabbos, Bifar Hesya, but it counts towards your Shiva days, it's one of your seven days. Okay, Betzina, you are Nohig Avelos. Regel, however, is Regal Mafsikin ve'ein Oilin. They don't count as days towards your Shiva. And they will, they will stop the shiva. Rebbe Lezer, Aymer. Rebbe says, So now, Rebbe Lezer is coming to address Atzeres. Okay? So like this. Shvuis, um, sorry, um, Sukkis is seven plus one, right? Is eight days. Pesach is seven days. What about Shvuis? So he says, Rebbe Lezer says, Mishachar, so now what's the din of Shvuis? Normally, you had seven days to bring your, uh, 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 when you were Eil Regel, so you had, you made Tashlumen up to seven days. That's why some people don't say Tachana now for seven days, even after Shavuos, right? For, for the other, for the other So once the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed and there's no, no longer a reason for Tashlumen Kol Zayin, Atzeres Keshabbos. We're going to treat Atzeres like Shabbos. So Elazar seems to be saying, and these Tanam seems to be saying, that since it's a one-day Yontif, we're going to treat it like a Shabbos, meaning that your Shiva would continue through it. You wouldn't be Noiheg Dinei Avelos, but it wouldn't stop, it wouldn't stop your, your Shiva. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurim Kirigolim. That Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur have, are like Regolim. So, the Chum say that Shvuas is like a Regel, full on Regel. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is like Shabbos. So now, just want to go back quickly Again, we said that there was a machlokes. We brought this before. It's machlokes rishonim. If 
right? We explained the reason why. The reason for Shabbos is Shabbos is a covered thing. Therefore, okay, the reason why it, it counts, it's not, it's not mafsek yet, because there's nothing going on on Shabbos that's a stirat habelus. We discussed this way back at the beginning of the Masechta, which is that the reason why regal would be mafsek is because simcha is a stira to habelus. They, they can't coexist, okay? And therefore, being habelus, we discussed four, there's four different um, concepts of Avelos, why it's Usr, right? You can't pamper yourself, etc. Et there were four different reasons. And one of them was Simcha. You can't be Besimcha. So, Beregel, um, Beregel, when you're Besimcha, you can't have Avelos. Now, there is a Machlekes, whether or not you do keep some sort of Avelos Betzina. And even according to the one, even according to the, the Shittas that hold that you do, you do keep some sort of Avelos Betzina, like on Shabbos, like on Regal, they would still hold that because it's still going to be Mafsik, it's still going to be mafsek, meaning le'inyin, that it doesn't count as far as days is concerned because, because of that simple component. But I just want to highlight a couple examples. So the Chachamim, we said, like a different like a different zeh, a lot seres kiregolim, Rosh Hashanah of Yom Kippurim is kishabbos, right? That's the way we said, okay? However, how do we paskin? So if you look in the Shulchan Aruch and Yeridea, it says that the way we paskin is that atzeres, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippurim all kiregel. So they're all, they all have a dinner of regal. And therefore, the chag, okay, so like this. So now let's, let's just model out a couple scenarios just to understand exactly how this works. Um, so let's say Yom Kippur. Let's say so you have a mace that died. Again, our Tana holds three days before. We would paskin like we will on the other sheet when we come. We always, and we always do. We had this before. We always paskin like a different make when it comes to Avil, okay? And therefore, even a moment before Yom Kippur, if... You buried somebody. So then Yom Kippur cancels out Shiva. And then Sukkot will end up canceling out, because Sukkot always follows, well, it ends up canceling out Shleshim. Okay? Um, <clears throat> if you talk about Atzeres, just to model out Shavuos, so it's very interesting. If, if it's buried, if, if, if the mace is buried even a moment, and again, Tanah Ramishal would say three days, but even a moment before Shavuos. So Shavuos, it has a double aspect. It'll cancel the Shiva, but it'll also, so you get seven days there. And since we paskin that it has a din of a regal, so therefore it'll also cancel out seven days of your shloshim. So you only have to keep, it's funny, we like, we cheat days. So even though you have to keep 30 days, you, you have to like mark 30 days. You can double, you're like a good lawyer. You can double bill hours over here. Okay, so that means, okay, 16. You're like, I never did that. Okay, 16, <laughs> 16, 16. So, Basically, if you bury somebody a moment before Shavuos, if someone, one buries somebody a moment before Shavuos, then after Shavuos, you only have to keep 16 days, the remaining 16, because you canceled out 14. The Yontif itself cancels seven, plus the concept of Tajun cancels out seven. And the second day of Yontif cancels one, is your 16, one of your 16 days. So that's, a way, that's the way it would work for Shavuos. Okay, now, let's, let's okay, so we spoke at everything we're going to speak out. Now let's fly. Amar Rav. Gezeres Batlu, Zakta Gemara, Gezeres Batlu. So we said that we're Mavatel Shleishim. Gezeres Batlu, Yomim Le Batlu. Doesn't really seem to make any sense. The Gezeres Batlu, the days are in Batlu. What does this mean? What's going on over here? My time. And Rashi says, What's going on over here? Kalaymar, what is the deal? What is this? Doesn't seem to make doesn't seem to make any sense on this on the, uh, on the surface. What does it mean that Yamim the Xeris is Butlu, Yamim ain't Butlu? So this is the way my time Yamim Lai Butlu. What does that mean? Yamim Arm Butl. So what does this mean? Sha'im Lai Gilach 
Erev HaRegel, Oslagayach, Achar HaRegel. Okay, so let's say, we said like this, and we spoke this out uh, on Shabbos' daf. okay? Let's say somebody, standard case, Shiva, seven days, one day, so eight days before. Let's say uh, Erev Yontav is the eighth day. So then, Yontav is going to be Mavatel, the Shloishim, right? That's the way we understood it. You have the full Shiva's done, you started your Shloishim. Yontav is going to be Mavatel, the Shloishim. Therefore, you are allowed to shave Erev Yontav. Since Yontav is Mavatel, your Shloishim, we allow you to shave Erev Yontav. That's the din. So what we're saying is like this, that if you're in a situation where Yontif is mevatel the shleishim and you didn't take advantage of it, you didn't take a haircut in Erev Yontif, since it's like a penalty. Oh, we're going to make you finish out your shleishim because you didn't take advantage of the fact that you were canceling out your shleishim and therefore you have to go ahead. If he did take a haircut before, then after he's fine also. If you took a haircut before the regal, so then you, you, you did the action to show that you're canceling out your shleishim, which is what Yontif did for you, then you're good. But what we're saying is it's almost like a penalty if you, didn't, if you didn't take advantage of it, meaning you didn't go ahead and shave, take a haircut, Erev Yontif, when you're in a situation where Yontif is going to cancel out your shleishim, then you have to finish out your shleishim after Yontif. But Tanya, we talk to see this. Hakoiber es mesoi. Now we don't paskin like any of this, and it works out only in one sheet. We'll see this in a second. But Tanya, okay, hakoiber es mesoi. Shloisha yavim kaidin l'regal. If one buries his mace three days before the regal, again we're going in the shita that three days is what establishes you. But lahimena gzeiras shiva. That will cancel out the shiva. Shmoni yavim kaidin l'regal. So seven and one, meaning if you started your Shloishim, that's eight days, but lahimena gzeiras shloishim. That then yontif will cancel out your shloishim. Umagaleach erav haregal. You, are, you should take a haircut, Erev Regal. Okay, so we see, clearly, we have a brysa, Shitas Tanakama holds that if you don't, when Yontif is going to cancel out your Shloishim, if you don't take a haircut, Erev Regal, Gilach Erev Regal, then you have to finish it out. Abishol argues, he says, because it's all done, just like, Mitzvah Shlesha, meaning three days of your Shiva, will, and then you run into Yantif, Yantif will cancel out your Shiva. Kach Mitzvah Shiva Mavatelis Kazera Shlesha. So, too, if you got through your Shiva and you started your Shlesha, why? What does Abishal hold? We'll see this. Fractimar, really? Seven? Seven cancels. If I started seven days, I cancel out, then, and then I run into Yantif, it cancels out my Shlesha. That's not true. Shiva Manan Shmaina Tanan. You need eight days. You have to finish your Shiva plus start your Shlesha. So, the Gemara says, Kasavar, like we know before, we Okay, you get the double benefit. The seventh day, so right away in the morning, your, your shiv is over. And we're able to count that seventh day as also your first day. So therefore, if you get through seven days, okay, if Erev Yantav is on the seventh day, according to Abishol, so there's two things that come out here, the difference between, at least according to, we have Machlech Yisamarim, Inchitis Rabbanon. The Rabbanon say that in order for Yantav to cancel out Shleishim, it has to, the Erev Yontif has to be the eighth day. Day number one. And then we have a Machad Gesam What happens if you don't shave on Erev Yontif? Do you have to then keep the Shleishim afterwards? Machad Gesam Arayim. Abishol says, none of that. Meaning you only need seven days. Erev Yontif is your seventh day. And we don't have this concept that you have to shave in order to uh, cancel out your Shleishim later. It's not true. Amar Chista, Amar Ravina. Now we're going to talk about Halacha. Okay, so we, this is not the first time we've had the Rabbanon Abashol. Amar Chista, Amar Ravina, Barshila, Halacha, Kavashol. Halacha is like Abashol. Again, Yom Shvi, Lakan, Lakan. And 
If you, even if you didn't shave, it cancels, Yom Tov cancels your Shlishim. We had this before, that if Erev Yom Tov on the eighth day is Shabbos, and so it's going to turn out that Yom Tov will cancel your Shlishim, Shabbos. So you can go ahead, the Chum are going to agree that Erev Yom Tov, Yom Shmini is Shabbos, you can go ahead and shave Erev Shabbos on the seventh day. Amram, Amarav. So who is the following Memra of Rav Amram Amarav? Like, Avel, Kivin Sha'amdu Menachman Me'etzloi. So day seven, person is Nebuch going through Shiva. Day seven, as soon as the Menachman get up on the morning of the seventh, Mutter so he is allowed to go ahead and wash. That is Ke'abashol. Again, that's like Abashol who holds that Mitzvah Kikulai. And therefore, seventh day in the morning, as soon as it turns morning, Menachman get up. So you're allowed to go ahead and wash. Shiva. Halacha is like Abishol on the seventh day. And the Rabbanon will agree to the Kikulai on the 30th day, at the end of the Shleishim. No. Halacha is only like Abishol Shleishim, meaning we'll only say Kikulai on the 30th day. We won't say Kikulai on the seventh day. And here we're going to get to it. You know where we're going to end up? As we chase this down, and our day Amar of the Nadai Amri, Halacha Kabashal Bazu Bazu, the Lacha is always like Abashal, the Amar Shmu, Allah Kitabran, Makil Bit Avel. And who's the more Makil Shita? That is going to be that is going to be Abashal. And therefore, Yem Shvi Ul mixes Yem Kakula and Yem Shvi Ul Khan Khan. Okay, and that is the more Makil Shita. Now, Shleshim Yam, how do we know this concept of Shleshim? Right? What do uh, how do we know this concept? Minalan, Yalif Para Paraminazir. That's because we learn Xavier Shava Paraparaminazer Ksiv Hacha. It says Roshechem Al Tifra'u. It says in regards to Avelus, right? Hashem told the um the Bnei Aaron Hanoisarim, you don't cut your hair, which we learned this, remember way back when in Daftes Vav. Okay, everybody else must. That's a diak. Everybody else must cut their hair. Um, I'm sorry. You are not allowed to let your hair grow long. You must take a haircut. Everybody else must let their hair grow long if you're an Abel. And what does it say by Nazar? Pera Sa'ar Roshay. It says the same Lashon of Pera. Malahalon Shleishim. Afkan Shleishim. Just like Nazir, meaning letting your hair grow is 30 days, so too an Abel has to let his hair grow out for 30 days. So that's how we know the concept of Shleishim. But also, Minalan, how do we know that Nazir is Dakwa 30 days? Amra Masna Stam Nazir Shleishim. Stam Naziris is 30 days. My time on because the Pasuk says, Kadosh Yiyeh, Gadol Parasa Aroshai. Okay, that is by Nazir. Yiyeh Begamatria Talton. The Yiyeh is Gamatria 30. And Rabbi Yashir tells him, he says, I don't understand. We have Yogem Momidash and Atari Nadeshim, and one of them is not, is not Gamatrias. All right, we don't learn from Gamatrias. So he says, no, it's Halacha Malishmi Sinai. And the Gamatria ends up working, functioning as an Asmachta. Amar Ravuna, Bereder of Yeshua. So new din. I'm reviewing the Bereder of Yeshua. Hakol Maidim Shachal Shishi Shalai Li Yis Erev Haregel. It's like this. Artana holds. How many days into Shiva does one have to be in order for Yontif to cancel out the Shiva? Three days. Okay, that's considered established Shiva. Then Yontif can knock it away. So everybody agrees. Hakol Maidim Shachal Shishi Shalai Li Yis Erev Haregel. So even though we said by Shloshim, what did we say? That let's say according to the Rabbanu, seven days Shiva, one day of Shloshim. Since Yontif is going to cancel out your Shloshim, you are allowed to take a haircut. And in fact, according to some Amorim, you must, in order to cancel out the Shloshim, take a haircut. So you take a haircut on Erev Yontif. However, that is only for Shloshim. 
that Everybody agrees that if the third day is Erev Yontif, we don't say that you can go ahead and take a shower, Erev Yontif. You can only allow to wash, now, on, on Yontif, meaning on Yontif with cold water or on Cholmoid with warm water, but you're not allowed to go ahead and wash on Erev Yontif. So we found Rapapi and Rapapi that they were saying the same thing. This is Taka the Halacha. That even though we say that since Yontif cancels out Shloishim, you're allowed to go ahead and take a haircut, Erev Yontif. We don't say the same thing for washing, that even though Yontif will cancel out Shiva, you're not allowed to wash on Erev Yontif. Ika the army, some say it a different lashon, different rabbanim. Amar nechemi b'reidur of Yosef, v'shechinu l'ar papi v'ar pap v'ar papi v'ar papa v'ar vuna b'reidur of Yeshua. The yasu v'kamer yakol modim sheim chal shlishi shalad the yaser v'regal shas berchitza ad ha'erev. Okay, so again, it's just a different lashon of who which rabbanim were certifying this memra of Ravuna b'reidur of Yeshua. But either in either lashon, what we're saying is Ravuna b'reidur of Yeshua is, is correct. Okay, that there were a group of rabbanim who certified what he said. Now, let's bring up a new shaila over here. Why don't they say because the regel itself is going to cancel shiva. Oh, not until you get to the regel. So not until you get to the regel. Bo'y minei abaya So now Abaya asks the following kasha, and Rabba will answer. Kavru b'regel, what happens if you went ahead and buried somebody, so somebody, Nebuch, died on Cholomite. You bury them on Cholomite. So we want to know, regel oil the minyan shleishim, or ain't regel oil the minyan shleishim? Will regel count, the days of the regel count towards Shleshim? Now, what's going on over here? Lam de Shashayla. Laminion Shiva, like Kobi of course it's not going to count for Shiva. You want to know why? Because the Lenaga Mitzvah Shiva Beregel. Because there's no such thing as Shiva Beregel. You don't keep any aspects of Shiva Beregel. And therefore, there's no Havamina to say that the days of regel will count towards, my, uh, towards a person's or towards one's Chi of Shiva. Kikam Abayali, Laminion Shleshim. So we want to like this. Will the day, so let's say somebody buried. Uh, a mace on the second day of Yantif. So will the days on of first day of Yantif, will the days of Yantif count towards Shlesha? Why? What's the Havamina? Since the Kanaga Mitzvah Shleshim Beregel. Since the same Isurim we have for Shleshim are the same Isurim Beregel. Now I'll take a haircut, etc., etc. So therefore, you are keeping the Isurim of Shleshim. So can we say that, yes, I'm keeping them Mitzad Regel, not Mitzad Shleshim, but since I'm Lamaisa keeping the same Isurim, that I would for Shleishim, for Regal, because they parallel. So therefore, can I go ahead and say that the Yemei Regal, even though we didn't start Shiva, can the Yemei Regal count towards Shleishim? So my, Amar so Rabbi said, Eina Eila, no, sorry, they do not count. Now we're going to ask a Kasha, Eisve, I, we're going to ask two Kashas, and then we're going to have another sheet over here. So again, if one buries a mace, the Regal, so we want to know, even though there's no Shiva at all because it doesn't parallel, but since the Isurim that one has for Regal parallel the Isurim of Shleshim, will those days count towards Shleshim? Someone buries a mace two days before the Regal. Okay, you can count. Again, what we mean here. During which time the the malacha is done al yidei acherim. Okay, and Tesis explains meaning that you could only do meaning what we're saying here is that you can do malacha for a um, for an avel. Someone can do malacha for him even if he needs the mezanis for himself. He can't do the malacha himself. 
If it's a davar, if it's a davar avod, then the malacha can't be done for him. Okay, so after the regel, after the regel, no one is going to be misasik, meaning this is what we're saying, you keep five days later. Now we don't pass we don't pass like this. It doesn't really fit. This price doesn't fit with a lot of other things. We're trying to take one point out of here. Right? That after the regel, people don't pay shiva calls. Why? Meaning, even though the regel stopped your shiva, people come to visit you. So whatever we're going to continue after the regel, you already fulfilled your seven days of people visiting. So that aspect we're not going to do because people visit on the regel as well. The regel will stop it. If it is iske rabim, right, it's things... Meaning tanchumi regel, okay, the things that you have to be, you have to finish up. So then ain regel mafsikai kavra shoshi yamim b'seif haregel, okay. So let's say, let's say you buried a mace three days at the end of the regel, okay. So let's say with three days left to the regel, you recover the mace. So then minus shiva achar regel, you will keep shiva achar regel again because your avelos, your shiva never started, okay. So therefore. <clears throat> so people will come visit, meaning because we're splitting up the dinim of the shiva. So part of the shiva is things, restrictions a person has. So those you have to keep for seven days after the regal because you didn't keep any of them a regal. Part of it is that people come to say, well, they would come for the first three days of the regal after a person buried the dead person. And therefore, there would only be four days of visiting afterwards, even though you're keeping the shiva. We're splitting it up. So Arba, uh, they they would it was not they would come to say different tanchumen about the mace. There's no specific isser about that. They would say different tanchumen. They would offer you know condolences. That's not that's not contrary. To that's not contrary, but that, that's practical. And so the last three days people wouldn't come because they already came for the last three days of yantif before your shiva started. Okay, so we're splitting up the dinim. regal Okay, and this is the key point that we want. The end of the bray. So all the way over here, regal oiloloi. What do you mean regal oiloloi? The regal counts. To what? My love, asefa. Aren't we talking about asefa? Meaning, what does the regal count for? Because it doesn't count for that. So what does it count for? So the Gemara says, it doesn't count for Dini Shiva. That we know, right? So it must be that it counts for Shleishim. The Gemara says, Aresha. We're talking about, we're going all the way back on the Resha, the case where we said, Rashi says, Kamahadar, Akivra, Shneyam, Kaidim, Regal, Regal, Elo, the Minion, Shleishim. Okay, so in that first case of the Brysa, where you buried them two days before the Regal, definitely the Regal counts for the Shleishim. That's what we're saying. And, there, and then we're going back on that case, but we have no Raya on, it's only talking about the case where you buried before the Regal, we have no Raya. One more, Kasha, Este, Regal, Eloloi, Leminion, Shleishim. The Regal will count for the Minion, Shleishim. Ketzad. So now it's very simple. Now we, we just slugged it up right over here. Rabbah said, Rabbah said that if you bury, if, if one buries a mace on Yontif, that it does, um, it does not count towards the Shleishim. We see here clearly. What's the case? <coughs> Kate said, cover regal. If one buried a mace at the beginning of Yontif, on Yontif, you count, you, you keep the Shiva afterwards. It never stopped it. 
So Malachta and Asak they are Khim, Baba the Bishop Bitsin Basak Basu, Bain Ram and Masaskin, Baik, Shikvar Nisasko, Baby Regal. Okay, again, if it's on the first day of Yantif, so now you had a full Yantif of people coming to visit to offer Tanchumin, so you, that part of the Shiva you wouldn't keep. So we see clearly now this case is only one case. There's only one case here. It, before, when the Brysa had two cases. One where the Mace died before the Regal, and one where the Mace died on the Regal, so we could say Regal Eloloi was only talking about the one before, not if he died on Regal. But here there's only one case, that's the person dying on Regal, and we say Eloloi Regal. Now just one last thing, Kiyasu Rabin. So again, Rabba said if, if a Mace dies on Yontif, the days of Yontif don't count towards Shalashin, and we <coughs> they don't count, and we and we slugged it up. Here we have another sheet of kiyasa. Rabbi Amar Yechon, I feel covered with beregel. V'chein Ari leRebelazar the Rebbedas Berei, I feel covered with beregel. Then it would count leminyan shleishim. All right, and we'll pick up more dini avelus mitzvahim tomorrow. We'll try to do this. I'll say quickly. So we, we discussed, we started off discussing the mission of Okay, we said if you don't believe the guy, or the Sefer doesn't have what to eat, then you're allowed to write it. Okay, then we brought in the Brisa, Rameir said, right, if you need to use the tefillin, that was Rameir Shita, he holds that, definitely he would hold that Cholomite is man If others need the tefillin, you're allowed to write it for them, so you can write it for yourself or for others, but you have to give it to them for free. Rabbi Yehuda says, you can cheat the system. Again, Rabbi Yehuda also clearly holds that, um, that's Rabbi Yehuda's sheet back in Erevin, that <coughs> Yontif would be his man tefillin. Rabbi Yehuda, which we say, and Rashi said, that is laharvacha. Okay, it doesn't mean basic food, it means even profitability, Tysus argued. Okay, that was, and we said that that was the halacha. <coughs> We then talked about what happens if you need tcheles. We said, Tavat tcheles ha-yerechai. Rabbi Lazar, however, said, so it sounded like you have to do some sort of shinoi. So Rabbi Lazar said, not with an evan. Rabbi Yehuda said, be'evan lo'yopelech. The Chachamim said, af afilo be'evan, meaning you could do it be'pelech or be'evan. And again, no shinoi required. All we said when we spoke out on the Paiskim was that you can't do it in a way that's av shemilso. Okay, then we discussed the concept of a person who's kaiber mesa gimel yamim. Shetan of our Mishnah holds three days before the regel. It's going to be vatal the shiva. It's eight days before the regel, so your shiva's over, you started shleishim, the regel will cancel out your shleishim, okay? <coughs> we had a cryptic statement. Robert of Huna said, Gezeris Batlu Yamim Le Batlu. Rav Shisha said, both of them are Batlu, Gezeris Yamim. We said, what does this mean? That even according, that according to the Shittas Rabbanon, that says that if Erev Yantav is the eighth day, your shleishim started, Yantav will cancel it out, and therefore, after Yantif, you don't have to finish up your Shleishim. That is only if you took advantage of it on Erev Yantif and went ahead and took a haircut. And we said, Tanya Namihachi, that is the Shitas Tanakama. However, like Abashal, mixes Yem Kekulai, Yem Shriya Lukan Lukan. Okay, and therefore, he would hold that if your seventh day fell on an Erev Yantif, even if one did not shave, it cancels out your Shleishim. Okay, we said that Rav Chista said the Lachos like Abashol, and the Chum will agree to Abashol, meaning even though the Chum hold that in order to cancel your Shleishim, you need eight days, the Chum agree to Abashol that if Erev Yontif, Shabbos, the eighth day, it is Shabbos, that will go ahead and say on your seventh day, you can, you can um, shave, because since Yontif is going to cancel it out, the Chum will agree to Abashol on the seventh day, we'll say a day early to say that your Shiva ended in the morning, so that on Erev Shabbos, the day before Erev Yontif, you can go ahead and take a haircut. Okay, Abbas says, uh, Abayah said the halacha is like Abashol. 
okay? That meaning on Yom Zayin, we'll say Mitzvah Yom Kikulay, and the Chachamim, um, uh, Rabbi said that Halachos like Abishol be Yom Lamed only on Shleishim and not be Yom Zayin. Okay, arguing on Abaya who said that Halachos like Abishol and the Chachamim will agree to Abishol on Yom Lamed, Rabbi says completely the other way. However, Nahadari comes and brings member of Shmuel. Halachos going to be like Abishol both. Okay, Yom Zayin and Yom Shleishim, and that is Okay, and then we said, where do we learn Shleishim La'avel from? We learned that from Rosh Hashem Al-Tifro, that we told B'nai Aaron, only you don't let your hair grow long, you must take a haircut. However, every other Avel must. We learned that from Nazir, because it said, and we said, how do we know that? He is Kematria 30. We said that that, according to some of our Shem, which is an Asmachta. Really, it's a Lachem Hashem Sinai. Okay, and the Rabbi Yehuda, Berei, the Rabbi Yehuda came and said that everybody agrees, even though we said that by Shloishim, that if your day eight starts, let's say, according to Rabbanon, but if, if Yantif is going to cancel out your Shloishim, you're allowed to take a haircut, and according to Rabbanon, you must, according to some Amram, you must take a haircut, Erev Yantif, okay? That is only in regards to Shloishim. In regards to the Hilchas Dine Shiva, that when Yantif is going to cancel out your Shiva, you're not allowed to go ahead and wash on Erev Yantif. You have to wait until Yantif. Then we asked Rabba, we asked, uh, Abaya asked Rabba, Kasha, Rabba said, we wanted to know if a person, if Kasha Shalom, someone has mace, loy mace on Yantif, do the Yumei Yantif count towards the Shloshim, even though nothing had started. It certainly doesn't count towards Shiva. You have to keep the Shiva afterwards, but it doesn't count towards Shloshim. And Rabba said, yes. We asked the Kasha from clearly a case said that, um, that Yumei Regal Oyloloi Okay, and we said that that's a case that the sec- in the second price, so the first price that we answered, we said that there were two cases. One of them had to do with mace before, and therefore the oiloloi could be on the before, but where the oiloloi where the is only, in the second price, so where there's only a case of mace beyantif, so it must be that the regal, you may regal our oiloloi, they count towards the 30 days, and therefore we slugged up Rava, and in fact, Rabban came and said that the halacha is that the you may regal do count for a mace, somebody who has to show them how to have a mace on Yontif.